Real fast, I wanted to tell you about my new podcast, Upworthy Weekly. It's a lighthearted news podcast. It comes out on Saturdays, and I have forced my co-host, Todd Perry, to join me here to help me tell you about our new venture. Todd, why should they listen? Well, I mean, a lot of people, they think, oh, it's the Upworthy podcast. It's just going to be sunshine, and it's going to be unicorns. But you know what? It's really not that. Allison doesn't have the ability. She doesn't have it in her to actually be that person that I thought we were hiring when we did this show. But clearly, after just a couple episodes, the facade dropped. Okay, I thought, you know, she's doing the Upworthy show. It's not going to be like, oh, neurotic, cynical Allison. But no, she's there. So, you know, I try to counteract that with some of my good vibes. <laughs> um, and, uh, I would argue that if one person is coming off as a little bit cynical and unhinged right now, it's not me. It comes out every Saturday, wherever you get podcasts. Bye. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, we'll have the good times never end. Allison Rosen, do him the way he gets fancy again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I am sitting here in my studio with my guest, who happens to be my husband, Daniel Quantz. Hello, Daniel. Hello. This is a very, very special episode because mm-hmm. not only is my voice <clears throat> suddenly cutting out, but... It's not just audio. We have set up the video cameras and we are attempting to video record ourselves. So if all goes as planned, not only will you be able to hear us with your ears, if you head on over to youtube.com slash Allison Rosen, you'll be able to see the video of us. Now, Mm. it's pretty much, we set it up like Zoom. It's a video of Daniel. It's a video of me. And I said to Daniel, are we just recreating Zoom, but in the same room? So right now, we are going to do something to prove that we're in the same room. Yeah, because they they couldn't possibly believe. We could be liars. I think, do you think we come across as sincere or do you think we come across as liars? I come across as pretty sincere. What makes you think that? I just, uh, I the feedback, all the people talking about how trustworthy I am all the time. Is that a lot? Is that the feedback you get? That's like the main discourse surrounding <laughs> uh, Daniel Quantz is how trustworthy and honest I really? am. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that what? Is that the discourse you get on your Daniel Quantz discourse Discord? Uh, no, the, I don't. Ha- I don't really get any discourse on the Discord. Oh no! But we can start a Discord discourse. You should. Uh, you mean a discourse Discord? I do have a Discord. I just abandoned it. Yes, I understand. I should rebandon it. Okay, but anyway, I am now yes. Tony. Lay in a drum roll at the appropriate time. Okay. I'm going to reach on over and I'm going to waggle my fingers in oh. front of your camera okay. to prove that we're in the same room. Okay, you're And then, are you going to waggle in front of me? Yeah. Are we going to? Okay, go. Are we going to do simultaneous wagglings? Maybe. Okay, go okay. ahead. One, two, three. Wait, what? <laughs> You're in front of your camera. <laughs> oh, wait. Didn't you we... want me to do it in front of yours? Didn't we practice this earlier? Okay. But right. just so you know, guys, we didn't practice it <laughs> so that it would go off without a hitch, which is what we should was the practicing oh, we should have done. We, we should have been going for like without a hitch. <laughs> we should have. I thought you wanted extra hitches. <laughs> no, even though that sounds like a holiday thing, like a jingle bells with hitches. No, we should have practiced it to make it flawless. Oh. Yeah. We should have. Okay. I had it in my mind that it'd be flawful. You know. <laughs> Here, all right. But uh, quick qu- what does read some, you know, I keep reading read someone for filth and I'm like, no, I know what that means. I've never but- heard that. What? 
read someone for filth? Yeah, like he read him for filth. No, and I'm like, that. okay, well, then I'm having a conversation with myself. Okay. And I've been like, what does that – like I know what it means, but what does it really mean? And then all of a sudden it made sense to me. Like you're inspecting someone for filth, for like bad stuff. We should have read our rehearsal for flaws. Mm. Anyway, instead of – just waggling our fingers in front of each other's cameras mm-hmm. to make sure it would work. All right, let's do it. Ready? Okay, here we go. One. one two, three. Tony, drum roll again. One, two, three. What? Oh, wait, what? Where is your camera? You had it. You did it. I can't see my hands. Oh, because I... You're not looking at my... Oh, my God. <laughs> Behind the scenes, we can't see each other's videos because we're not actually recording on Zoom. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> so it did work the first time. Why did you go along with it then? I wasn't doing yours. Why did you go along with me acting like it wasn't working? Were you confused by my You beauty? wanted me to do yours. I know. Oh, honey, let's just do it. Okay. One, two, what? three. Oh, my God. That's just exciting <laughs> stuff. It's like really breaking down the – this is like the fifth wall. I think we just broke down the fifth wall. Is that time? Yeah. We just broke down. Oh, my God. Spatial – it's oh my god it was so good well so i take back everything i said we did do it correctly we didn't but that's okay let's move on okay it's the day after thanksgiving it is can i share with you i I like to call it black friday i don't know about everyone else i heard someone in a commercial yesterday Uh say tgibf and i say no can i I blow no number two tgibf can i blow your mind right now uh, can you? Um, so we're recording on Black Friday and releasing on Cyber Monday. <laughs> Man. Okay, blow my mind. <laughs> Burn. Um, when I hear BF, do you want to know what I think? Something that I, I used that would like cracked us up a lot in high school. BF. Yeah, it's gross. I mean, I know what I'm thinking. Go ahead. What are you thinking? But fuck. Oh no no no! But it. But also, there's best friend. Y- yes. And there's boob fondler. <laughs> and there's. Did, did you get these straight off your discourse Discord? Uh huh. Yeah, I have a I have a section for boob fondlers. <laughs> uh, let's see. Boob, there's boob fondling. Booger flicker. <laughs> oh my god! Our son. Rubbed a booger on my butt. Yeah. Or booty. He's fond he's into of booties. Now he's been calling butts booties. I don't know where he got All right, it. But what did BF mean? Well, it's it's part of VBF. Does that ring a bell for you? Very Nope. Vaginal blood fart. Oh I don't my know. God. <laughs> Why did I let you take me down that road? And the best part is I like ultra innocent. <laughs> what? What? What'd you say? I thought it was gonna be like really innocent, like you in high school. <laughs> no. Oh, well, I was really innocent in high school in terms of the sanctity of my chunky body. I'm just gonna I'm drinking I'm drinking eggnog right now. Well that, and? that has uh, a little bit of brandy in it. <laughs> You're you're playing to the camera. I'm not used to having a camera of a video of myself in front of my face. It's it's very I'm very distracted. I Hi. know. I I see that. We're going to have to not have a monitor right in front of you. Anyway, welcome to the show everyone. It is TGI VBF. And um we had a good Thanksgiving yesterday. We were held hostage by our febrile son. Oh, my God. That's our son who we had a fever. could not get out of the house. No, it took us a long time. Ugh. We will recount everything, but I just, under the category of siblings, can I share with you guys a conversation I had with my sister real fast? I have become of late obsessed with my teeth not being as white as I want them to be. Folks, it's a obsessed constant, is, is an a understatement conversation in this house. It's always like oh. asking me how yellow or green her teeth look. <laughs> and it's just I've gotten to the point where I refuse 
to say that they look white anymore. Oh, I'm looking in the camera now, though, and they actually, in this light, they look fine. Anyway, we all have our things. Mm -hmm. I just have a lot of things. So anyway, I said to my sister, I said... Um, you says I said that's a Tig Notaro reference. I said, "What color are my teeth?" If you haven't seen Tig's comedy specials on Netflix, like do yourself a favor and watch that shit. She's hilarious. But go ahead. I'm blocking myself. I'm very distracting. Okay. There. I don't want to see myself. Okay. You can. You know. You could also. How do I hide? Oh, you know what I could do. You could, could just open up a window. window. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's just. Ha- I'll just okay. hang on. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So anyway, I says to her. I says this is like once again the reference. I said, "What color are my teeth?" And she said, "Cream." <laughs> and I said, "Was this yesterday?" Yes. Oh my god. And I said, "What?" And she said, "Off white." <laughs> She's just being so honest. You want to just take her aside and like explain the rules of this I game. I know. And I said, what? And she said, come on, don't make me regret answering the question. What? Yeah. Everyone is so rude in my family. I know. know. But they're just like, that's such defensiveness. Don't don't do this to me right now. (laughs) Anyway, uh, welcome to family. I mean, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving and survived their families. Cream, Daniel. Can we just move on? She said, do you know what color cream is? I said, yes. Allison, don't do this to me right now. (laughs) Cream. What? Off-white. Doesn't she know why you were asking that question? Like, Right. What are the options? White is the only right answer. Um. And then she said, that's the color you want your teeth to be. That's no, 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 human no, 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 tooth no. color. Shh. Don't. Get, don't get stuck in the weeds here. Don't, We're looking for one color. It's don't white. Don't say what a normal person wants their teeth color to be. Allison is not a normal person. Normal people don't want to hear something other than white. Ecru. You have beautiful ecru teeth. No, thank you. you- Navajo white. No. The answer should be so white, it's light blue. Like light blue? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It's, it, that's a wild answer. Seriously, though. Don't try to recalibrate my brain towards your expectations for teeth color. What happened to my white teeth, Daniel? I don't understand. <sighs> they actually are very white. No, they're not. You have a very skewed sense of your teeth color. Is my... What's it called when they like hold a light monitor up by your face and adjust do i need to adjust my whiteness scale you're you are used to looking at your teeth in yellowish light like right here in the studio it's incredibly yellow the that's because the overhead lights are inside Mm. of these domes that are like a yellow glass and filled with termites now and and filled with yellow termite (laughs) carcasses and then we've got this lamp that's in a in a very I'll, i'll show you guys yeah and so it's like Anything white is going to look yellow. And that's what you're used to looking at. So you think your your teeth are, are very white but or very yellow. But if you were in daylight all the time. Well, you know that you know that that makes my skin sizzle. Right. But if you were in a blue bluer light, your teeth would look as they are, which is pretty white. Thank you. Should we get to a voicemail or did you have more you wanted to say? I'm sure there's more interesting things we can talk about. I'm already bored with the subject of my teeth and I'm sorry that I brought it up. Yeah, good. Okay. Anyway, I do think people want to know about your bread. Okay, so here we have a voicemail. All right, let's hear, uh, let's it, hear from the people. This Vox one seems Populi. to be about your... What does Vox Day mean? The voice of Voice, of voice God. rules? Oh, Okay. That's what Elon's yes. t- voice, voice of the people, voice of God. Right. All right. So here's something about, look, these are not screened people. Daniel's bread pudding speaks at the dinner table. <laughs> Is this- I wish I knew what it said. I mean, it's pretty accurate. It's about what it was saying. I feel like it said like, it's not bread pudding. I'm a little burnt, <laughs> but I'm pretty good. Ta- okay. 
All right, so back up. everyone wants to know. Back up. Everyone's dying to know. For That's anyone, why they tuned in. For anyone who just tuned in, give us the quick background of the bread pudding, wet bread campaign. Wet bread. And then put down the Velcro. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you, Sir Fidget. And then tell us what? Go ahead. And then tell us yes. what, ha- what you discovered today. Take it oh, away. Oh, I mean, it is a saga. Oh, yeah. Get your tea and sit down because I'm ready to spill it. All right. Everyone knows about my campaign to replace pumpkin and pecan pies with bread pudding. For Thanksgiving. As the primary, not sole, but primary Thanksgiving dessert. And so... I decided to make one because, of course, no one else was going to do it. Mm-mm. And it's not like any of the places you get Thanksgiving stuff at, they're selling bread pudding. Right. Right. So, okay. And uh, I found a recipe by uh, the famous uh, chef, R.I.P. Paul Proudhon. Proudhon? Prudhomme. Uh, and uh, it was described to me as really, really good. By okay. someone who heard about your campaign when you were getting your haircut and had yes. a lot to say this about it. This absolutely lovely person who had a lot of enthusiasm for this dessert. And so I, she said it was a little bit tricky. It might be a little more difficult for somebody who, like me who doesn't know what the hell they're doing in the kitchen. But I said, you know what? I'm the kind of person that I f- figure shit out. And mm. I can do it. So uh, I looked it up and I found the recipe and I made it. But when it came out at the end, two problems. One, the bread pudding itself was a little overcooked to the point where it was like a little dry on the top and slightly burned in certain points, you know, where it's just starting to get a little burned. Not burned, but And when you scooped it out, the bottom was like there was like a black part against the uh, ceramic. Then uh, the caramel sauce, which was not part of the the well, you know what? We'll put that aside because that wasn't part of that was a separate thing I did. You went rogue. I went rogue. It had a lemon sauce, so you're supposed to have this lemon sauce. You put it on the plate, then you put the bread pudding on top of it, then you have a chantilly cream on top of that. And uh, <laughs> I I made the chantilly cream by the way, uh, like about six hours before dinner, which is not what you're supposed to do. So we ended up not using that, but. The lemon cream, it said, in the recipe, it said, uh, squeeze a whole lemon, you know, add the water, add the sugar, add the rinds, boil it, strain it. There you go. And the cornstarch. Uh, but when I made it, really lemony, like way too lemony. I thought, I should recook it, add some more sugar. And I said, ah, fuck it. That's what the recipe said. Okay. We ate it. Everyone pretended to like it. Uh, I have no way of getting inside your minds to decide, to see if you really did. I think it was pretty good. If actually. you got inside my mind, it would just be tooth shades. There's no room for bread pudding. Discourse. But how was how was the how was it? I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was good. Although when I had some bites when we got back home, that I enjoyed more. And I don't know if it's just because when you put it in a Tupperware. At home, I was able to access the less burned section. Uh huh. Yeah. Or if it had just sat there longer and like got a little bit more moist or whatever, whatever it was, the second round tasted better. Um. Do you have somewhere to be? No, no. Uh, we can. We can. Oh, great. Okay. okay. We have a little extra uh, time to talk about teeth. Well, as it turns out, I kind of like a little bit of the. I like it when things are a little overcooked, and and the caramel sauce that I made. You like bread pudding well done. Well, I would like it not to have been so dry, but I don't mind the bur- the slightly burned parts of it. And the ca- I made a caramel sauce because I thought not everyone's going to like this lemon sauce. It's too lemony because I taste it. I'm mm. like, I need to have something people are going to want. And I and and the Chantilly cream isn't going to work. So I made a, a caramel sauce, but caramel sauce is really tricky. And not to bore, not to make this boring, but like I, I just overcooked it just a little. So there's like a little burned caramel. But actually, pretty yummy. Burned caramel. It brought me to a flan place. It was in a, <laughs> a place of flan. Yes. It was like a really good, it has like a depth of flavor to it that I liked. And uh, anyway, I enjoyed it. I know, 
so but it was it's been bothering me like how did how did I miss? so then this morning I looked it up the rest I looked up the recipe and I thought oh the recipe I got was from a website that is like a they sell extracts and stuff mm. so and the recipe it looked was like not it was the source this wasn't the original source of the recipe so then I said there must be like an so I I did a Google search I found one online that looked okay this is the right recipe and turns out wait wait. Tony, what should this be like a dun dun dun? Or oh, yeah. should it, okay, do do a dun dun dun, Tony. Okay, it turns out that the recipe I used had altered the recipe in two areas. Number one, it you you cook the bread pudding at three hundred degrees, and then at the very end you crank it to. This is what the recipe I followed said. You crank it to 425 for 25 minutes. But the original recipe says you do that for 15 minutes. So I, yes, I did overcook it. And Mm -hmm. that wasn't what the, and then with the lemon sauce, you only put a couple tablespoons of lemon juice, not the whole lemon. And that made so much more sense. Because you're like, yeah, it's supposed to be like a sweet cream that's lemony, not a lemon sauce, like a lemon juice that has some sugar in it. Why anyway. did they do that to you? I am wondering. Really weird. But uh, so next year I altered it. I printed out the altered version. Next year it's on. But I got to say, uh, oh, and we didn't have nutmeg and I replaced that with pumpkin spice. Let me tell you something. I ate it. It had pecans in it. It had raisins in it. It had pumpkin spice in it. It was kind of like just everything you want. Mm-hmm. I, at no point did I feel like I needed to go up and get a slice of the other pies. The other pies really were barely touched. I'm it was mostly an ice I'm cream you, bread pudding. If you pudding, can figure out, folks, if you can figure out how to do a good bread pudding and you put that on the table, no one's going to touch those other pies. I mean, uh, the pies were a little bit touched, but like not that much. No, just because the kids yeah. wanted a slice of pumpkin pie, they thought, but then they didn't even eat it. Yeah. So, uh, I know that's, uh, <sighs> I feel like we've really gone on a journey. I appreciate everyone's support in this journey. Yeah. Everyone has been amazing. Uh, I love you all. Uh, maybe there's other areas of our of our society, our culture, we can shift. We oh, can there's move a lot. With a this lot momentum, I want to take advantage of this momentum. Uh, hit me up if you have any ideas. Uh, oh, because we're now, you guys are like moving as a cell. I want I, I want you have to take advantage of the of the energy right. that you have. Yeah. You know, it's like we have this energy. Harness it, harness, harness it, it and, and move forward. Mm-hmm. We can like, you know, we can make some serious change yes. together. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. So um thank you for asking, honey. You're welcome. Uh I would like to know this is a bit of a just me or everyone, Tony, you don't have to play the song. Uh just yet. No, you do. Play the song. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Is it just me or were other people, excuse me, thinking of the Friends episode where Rachel made the trifle but messed it up when Daniel was talking about (laughs) having made the bread pudding but followed the wrong recipe? That's what I'm wondering. Okay. I'm sure everybody. Uh, some other people probably were. Boy, what is happening to my voice, Daniel? Was I talking I a lot yesterday? Maybe a little. I mean, I was trying to tell the story of the Wendy treat, which is not worth going into. Wendy and you and the, all that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Good God. You know, you need, you need one of those voice humidifiers. Yes. For your show. You know, I think it's probably... Your voice be- is your livelihood. You really should take care of it. I know. It's the moneymaker. Um, I do take care of it. I try to. I I kind of wonder if it's that I drink too much coffee, which is also oh. probably why my why I'm staining my teeth. Yeah. Someone should come up with a clear coffee, and I bet someone is. This, would, this is something that would have happened in the late eighties if it was going to happen. Yes, clear coffee. That's that was the time. Why to do is it. there? I would be so into clear coffee. I really would. People. Yeah, I get it. Do you know what I'm going to say? No idea. What am I going to say? I don't have any idea. You and your group of people who are um, passionate about what what are you going to work on? No, that's not good. Right now, there's so many social media platforms. You don't need to work on that. No, I know. Focus your attention on clear coffee, please. Please. Mm -mm. What? 
Okay, fine. Let's listen to a voicemail. If you would like to leave us a voicemail. Oh, yeah. 323-553-2331. We'll never answer. That's our promise to you. Hi, Allison and co-host Daniel. This is Marielena from the Central Coast of California. Thanksgiving was great. There was no drama. None of us really like to be bothered with cooking. So we bought everything pre-made from Costco, and I highly recommend it. Please try it. I mean, we had stuffed turkey breasts. That's, I know. It was delicious. We did buy a pumpkin pie, Daniel. I was the only one that ate it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> there was no bread pudding, though. Anyway, I've been listening to y'all since I was 20, and now I'm in my late 20s, so that's <laughs> great. I uh, just wanted to let you know that your show is like my comfort show. Like when it, for example, New Girl is another comfort show that I like to watch over and over because it's just so great, and it's your show is that to me, too. It's like when I need to pick me up, I just listening to old episodes and such. Um, but I do also love your solo shows with you and Daniel, oh. Allison. Um, they're a, a favorite of mine. just want to say that I'm thankful for your show and hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Thank Go you. Coast. Oh. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. I love, love, love the Central Coast, and I love this call. I love, love, love this call, and I love the sentiment of this call, and I love you. And I did not – was it Mary Elena? I'm not sure I catch – you got to say it at the end. Yeah, I'm not sure like, I caught the name, but I, me a while. I hope I did um, say that correctly. Thank you so much, and I love that you've been listening to us since you were 20, and you're now in your late 20s. I want to know – We're old. Do we have Zoomer – How? What? what's our Zoomer uh, – listenership out there if you're a zoomer hit yeah. me up i love your generation you guys rule you? so hard i really do. i feel like you're just kissing their butts no no i i have i feel like the zoomers are the spiritual successors to gen x you do i really do i because like if you do the math for the most part you know obviously with lots of exceptions Millennials, who I also like, don't get me wrong, I like millennials, but millennials were raised primarily by boomers. They're, the parents of the millennials were boomers, but the <laughs> parents of the Zoomers largely were Xers. And uh, we're really bucking the trend here. By being what's old. not to love about Zoomers? It's a great generation. They're going to save our asses. This is what happened the other night because I teed you up for this story on the Thursday show. That makes us sound really like calculated and that's not what i mean i just i brought up a question you had about generation z and then you told a different story and i was like wait <laughs> that's not what i expected to happen and it's sort of like tony i'm calling you out i said to tony there's a jenna kim jones poop drop that's really funny could you grab it and he grabbed i believe there's a lot of poop but that's not the one i meant i meant to which is fine but i meant to grab i find a lot of joy in pooping to be fair to Tony, he does. I Jeff know. left him a file with thousands of drops. I don't I think know. he's and that he, And he only plays seven hundred twelve of them. Who's going to familiarize themselves with that many drops? It's a lot. I know. Um, anyway, Tony, <clears throat> this is my way of saying: Could you grab the Jenna Kim Jones? I find a lot of joy in pooping. Drop. I find a lot of joy in. I find a lot of joy in pooping. Oh my god! We'd like to hear it I right now. I, I find a lot of joy. In pooping. I wish I found a lot of joy and you're finding a lot of joy and finding a lot of joy in pooping. You wait, are you trying to say you don't find a lot of joy in my finding joy in that drop? Or are you yes. trying to say you don't yes. find In your in your joy. I don't find any joy in your joy. Why? Just doesn't do it for me. In my joy in that drop? Yeah. It'd be funnier if I could just give you a note on your what you're saying right now. It'd be funnier if you were saying you don't find joy in my finding joy in actual pooping. As my husband, it'd be like funnier if that's what you were saying. I don't know if I agree. Um, also, I was we were talking on something. the drive home last night about I, this very thing that uh, our lovely listener just uh, pointed out, which is the the great thing about Thanksgiving. If you don't want to cook, you don't oh, gotta cook. Wait, I my brain. You've been joking about putting me in a home lately, and I've been saying like she, like she we said have that, that kind of money. They bought all the, their stuff. Yeah, from yeah, Costco. yeah. No, I just uh, 
okay, store-bought. I'm, I'm losing the thread here. Store-bought. <laughs> but there was something I was saying before. Oh, yeah, Gen Z. Okay, Gen Z. We'll get to store-bought in a minute because we did a lot of store-bought and I have thoughts on that oh, too. Oh, did you have something you wanted to say about Gen yes. Z? Yes, oh Daniel. I, this is what I thought you were going to say on the Thursday show with our Canadian roommate friends, which everyone go check that one out. That was a fun show. Um, Daniel would like Andrew Hunt to move to LA and be a, an in-person regular feel, on the show and I'm down really, with that. I really like Andrew Hunt. Everyone loves Andrew Hunt. Um, yeah. And Amanda Brooke Perrin was great she too. Was, we just don't know great. her well enough to... Well, she does live in LA, so she can be an in-person regular. No, but she was great. Yeah. Um, but Andrew Hunt, I feel, has really... He he's really, a perfect fit. I, I mean, know. He's like, he needs to be here. Should we just pick... Should we do a GoFundMe to move yes, him out to LA? he is a perfect fit. And it's crazy because he was someone who had been on the show. He's like Jenna Kim Jones. Yeah. Circa he's of Jenna that Kim era. Jones time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Had been on the show, you know, I I told you how he you know, E. Jean Carroll suing Trump for yeah. rape. Yeah. Um Is he, that still ongoing? Yes. Good. She just like filed something. Nice. He did videos for her i did an appearance on a, a morning show with her and that's how he found me oh, i mean this is like a th- so mean, long ago yeah and then crazy. he and i and he and i both thought each other were so funny and then he came to new york and was on my show and blah, blah blah anyway okay uh so you and i were out you had you for anyone who's just listening, Daniel is he has his hands I'm on good. his cheekbones and he's seen what he'd look like if he had a little bit I'm of a nip about it, I might get a little facelift. Just <laughs> just something just just a, just a tiny bit, you know what I mean? Just a little bit. Ten years, boom. Just like that. Boom. Go ahead though. I think you should. I agree. Yeah. I'm all for it. I'm gonna I'm going full full bore into plastic surgery and my the latter part of my life okay great anyway um we had a conversation with someone in gen z and you said something funny and sarcastic but negative about gen z no about life oh although i'm trying to think of something you can say something funny and sarcastic that's not negative and this person (laughs) you said something funny and sarcastic negative and this person said answered you earnestly and put a positive spin on it <clears throat> and you were like that's by the way i'm totally blowing up your spot quote unquote i think i might be reading you for filth but i don't know what that means um and you're like that's the problem with gen z they don't get sarcasm i didn't say that well in my mind you did and so i said i've never said that Maybe you said that's the problem with this particular person. They don't get sarcasm or jokes. Yes. And then, okay, this sounds more like what happened. I think you said. I told you I'm a liar. That's what they say on my discourse discord. So then I said, is it that person or is it that generation? Do we know anyone in Gen Z who has our sense of humor? So that's the question we're putting out there. Well, here's what I would say. Gen Z may have a completely d- different sense of humor. That's okay. But I thought they're the spiritual Well, they uh, are a reflection of Gen X. Uh, don't make me m- m- uh, regret what you say. No, or don't make me attention. illustrate that point. Oh, uh, I okay. Know, I don't have the energy. But uh, it's not about sense of humor, though. It's more about relationship to, to oh, God, it's power political. structures. Uh, no, it's just more of an orientation. Towards, it's, not, it's more of an you irreverent. Guys, it's not political. It's just about Marxism. No, no, no. It's not. It's about it's about Doc's being capital. more irreverent and less re- less reverent towards uh, the less uh, of an uh, attitude that's less of a buy-in into the institutions of our country. But it's not political. Well, it can manifest politically. Don't. It, it, <laughs> You, uh, you are <laughs> you guys, such a normie not, lib. Guys, That's what you not, are. You guys, it's not political. It's just well, about I'm not, an uprising I'm, I'm and a revolution among it. the workers. Okay, stop but it. it's not stop, political. Stop. You're embarrassing yourself now. <laughs> I'm not thinking of it in terms of politics. I'm thinking of it in terms of uh, relationships to uh, traditions and. Uh, traditional just, power structure just tra- just traditional life like i think our generation was very 
skeptical and not uh you know, yeah we were cynical and skeptical and cynical. we don't buy in and i think gen z is similarly like they're just not <laughs> they don't have a reverence for the traditional i would argue but that's good i would argue way. that my response to what you're saying is classically gen x yeah probably Anyway, whatever. People are tuning out right now. No, they're tuning in right now. Um, they're turning on and tuning in. Point is, I'm basically Gen Z, is basically what I'm saying. If you're I'm not kind of calling like, that political, what are you calling that? Well, everything's political, though. Oh, boy. But I'm not thinking of it in terms of like electoral, like left, right or anything. I'm just thinking of it in terms no, of... Um, are you do you have faith in our institutions or do you want or do you see that if we change things we could have a better world? And I think Gen Z is like for lots of reasons is like you know doesn't look at the older generations and with any kind of like uh deference. Mm. I think they, there's a lot of questioning as they should and that's good. And and we were like that. Boomers were like that, but then they bought in. Yes, they bought in in their like in the seventies and eighties. They bought in fully, and I think maybe our generation did at a certain point as well. But I think Gen Z is like whatever. I'm boring myself right now. Can I talk quickly about you banging that glass? You love it. Let's play another. I want to talk quickly about grief. You don't want to hear it. Talk about grief. I want to do something feel good. That's feel good. I'm joking. You're joking. (laughs) All right. What what do you want to talk about? I just want to say quickly. Well, now I don't want to say it anymore. (laughs) Say it, honey. Well, I think I've talked about the fact that, uh, well, no, now you have made me self-conscious. I'm sorry. I love no, you. I, I love don't. all of the, the sincere thoughts that come out of your head. Well, but I also, like, I'm balancing. Look, I don't really know. <laughs> Just flashing my pearly creams. <laughs> um, I, uh, I've talked about on the show how my dad had a heart attack in August and was in the hospital for a while. Um, and I don't know how it seems like he's, he's, his, he's having a rocky recovery, but it seems like he's like actually doing pretty well right now. Like we saw him last night Mm -hmm. and we're going to see him tomorrow. And I've been making more of an effort to go down there. Um, and he has, you know, periods where he's not feeling well, but then he has periods where he seems like he's really doing okay. Um, but I was getting ready for this show that I'm doing with Daniel, this banger of an episode. Mm-hmm. And um, all of a sudden, and I think it might be because the holidays are just a sentimental time anyway, I just was suddenly hit upside the head or wherever you get hit probably more in the chest area but also the head and mostly the tear ducts mm. with just like intense sadness i mean i think it's technically anticipatory grief hmm. but just like i am not ready to go through the loss of a parent right. and i know at my age i'm lucky to have both of them still Mm-hmm. But it's this feeling of like Jesus Christ. There's no avoiding this. I mean, think about it our, is. Ha- it's going to happen. Our boys are going to lose us before they get to be our age. They don't lose. Don't me. make me do math. They're going to lose me, like because like it's forty. 80. I'm not living past eighty, probably. I would like you to. I mean, everyone would like me to. Well, not everyone. everyone. I looked at the Discord. Not everyone. <laughs> but um, yes, I think um, 
I think you're anticipating grief. Yes, I think that's right. Yes. And then I was thinking, I wonder if all this anticipatory grief actually does anything to the amount of grief you actually go through when it happens. Mm -mm. And then I was thinking, and by the way, I like to do a lot of thinking to avoid the feeling. Um, Anyone I know who's gone through just a bucket full of grief over something like this, I find myself wanting to say to them, is there anything you wish you had done differently? Like, does the passing of the person cause you to feel regret over missed the way, opportunities? Yeah, missed... the way you handled. See, like, I am having trouble getting through this. I don't think it's possible not to have regrets because there's always something you can think you could have done better or differently that, that may in some alternate world have been worked out better for you. Yeah, but I don't. The of the people I have asked that of, which is not a whole lot, I don't hear a lot of intense regret. I don't hear a lot of like that's good, you know. Um, I mean, I know that Greg Fitzsimmons lost his dad, but he lost his dad a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But they weren't talking when his dad died, and I know mm-hmm. that that was really hard for him. Um, that's mm-hmm. an extreme example, though. Wow. But I think it's because every decision right now is like through the prism of but what if i don't do xyz and then suddenly he's gone would i regret that you know mm. and but i think that's a specific like crisis state of mind it's not you know it doesn't appear that his death is imminent but but you never really know. But I mean, that's because like I'm sort of just nervous. But like every you know everything. It's like, well, if I don't, you know, no, I'm sorry, I can't come down on this day. I have a show. What if I don't reschedule that show? Like, what if I do, you know? What if I don't do this? What if I don't do this? And then so I I just, but you know, will I always re? So that's why this regret thing is in my mind. But anyway, sorry, I took us down. So I just. It's okay. Just the sort of uh, unpredictable nature of grief is on my mind, and the w- and I remember this from grief, grief, griefs is not the plural, but griefs. I'm going to go with it. Past this thing of like, it just comes out of nowhere, and when you feel it, it is so strong. So to people who are grieving out there, uh, my heart is with you. It is hard. And I get how intense it is when it when you are in the grips of it. I think, um, and and I don't want to be there. With, I don't want to be there with you. And I know I'm going to be relatively soon. Um, I don't think anticipatory, anticipatory grief. This is I'm not an expert in any of this. This is my sense of it. Uh, I don't think anticipatory grief, for lack of a better term, it is actually for any purpose i don't know that it's it doesn't relieve it's not going to relieve the grief to come it's not going to relieve the shock of the Mm -mm. passing uh it is simply just you anticipating grief like you're you're it's all it is um and uh it's hard when you do have a feeling that somebody's time is more imminent than someone else's time. But the truth is, of course, like everybody's time could be imminent. I mean, we don't know, right? Like um, the, there's nothing you can do about grief. I really like what Martin Short said about this once. Someone asked him, why are you so positive? All the, you're just, you're such a happy person all the time. He's like a friend of his. And he said uh, something to the effect of uh, grief grief and sadness is in the mail. Mm. It's going to come, but I'm not going to give it one more moment than I need to give it. And that's a great like that's a great sort of way to be normally, except when you like, let's say you have a parent or a friend or someone who's got cancer that's it's going to be hard to just be like not aware of what's <laughs> right. possible. So, you know, that uh, with that understanding, uh, I do think generally speaking, um, it's good to have the discipline 
to know that all of your loved ones could die tomorrow. And the reason for that is not so that you'll experience grief, but it's so that you can live with a kind of intention. You can't know what you're going to regret, but you can know like, I want to get the most out of this person and I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to wait for some possible future that might not come. Like, like you borrow might not money, have, borrow money today. Yeah, you might not have a future. They might not have a future. Don't live for the future. If you have a strained relationship that you feel like you want to fix, fix it. Don't wait. If you've got questions that you want to ask, ask it. Um, because we might not have a future. You might not have a future. They, you know what I mean? Um, that's a good way to live. I think generally. Uh, living to try to avoid regret is stupid. You're going to have yeah. regrets, but live with the under, with a with an urgency. Live with urgency, and that's the gift. If there is a gift that death gives us, the knowledge of our of our mortality gives us urgency. If you have a relationship and keep it in your mind that our bodies are going to decay, we are all going to die. We are not guaranteed a single moment more than we have. And if you live that way and you meditate on that, if you think about it, it's actually not a depressing thought, but it's an enlivening thought. It's a thought that will give your life more focus and passion and color. And it's actually really good. Don't be afraid of it. And don't be afraid of regret either. Okay, that's my um, that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't use that as a bedtime story for our kids, though. <clears throat> they love it. I don't know. Can we talk about our oh my son God. at Thanksgiving? <laughs> yes. And then I <laughs> we can. Let's talk about that in a minute, though. Because okay. <laughs> first, I want to tell everyone about the skylight frame. Yeah. Uh, can I just share? You discovered skylight frame. I did. Do you remember? Was it Christmas or was it Mother's Day? I think it was Mother's Day because we got them for the mothers, the grandmothers. You said, I know what we should get the mothers this year. They were not a sponsor. No, not yet. They are a sponsor now, but they were not yet. And you said they're these beautiful digital photo frames. They're nice. They have like a, uh, like a, they look like it's a a black frame, a white mat. They're super, because your mom and my mom are not like, they're not uh, technological geniuses or anything. They're like pl- you pl- they're plug and play, basically. They're, they're very easy to set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can email photos to them. They can put their own photos in them. And they're such a great gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've shared before, my irritation is not strong enough. I'm joking. With my mom, how do you feel about the fact that not only does she have pictures of us and our children oh, she's in the put frame, someone else's kids on there? Uh, that was not what I originally uh, shared. She's put Toby, her dog, in there. <sighs> Don't you feel that the tacit agreement with a that true frame, violation? Does it, the tacit agreement with a that frame? True the violation. tacit agreement with that frame is our children, our dog only. With yeah. that frame, get your own skylight frame. If, uh oh, it appears something has happened with Daniel's recording. I don't like that very much, but I do love a skylight frame. Skylight frame is a photo frame you can update instantly by email from anywhere. It makes an amazing holiday gift for the people in your life that you love. Choose from two size options, either the original 10-inch or new large 15-inch frame. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. Now, as a special offer, you can get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code Allison. That's right. To get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code Allison. That's Skylight Frame, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, promo code Allison. Okay. Uh, yes. So we went around the table last night mm-hmm. and did like a... What we're thankful for. So we sat down for Thanksgiving yeah. dinner, and 
what gratitude mm-hmm. what are you thankful for Tip, yes yes and so uh one of the cousins went first and he said he's grateful friends for and friends family. and family it was which very is sweet very sweet and then it was elliot's turn and elliot said i'm trying to remember the exact wording uh he said with a big smile on your face i'm thankful for when you're going to die to to, to me he pointed to me and he said i'm thankful for when you're gonna die <laughs> and everybody at the table was like what <laughs> Um, yes, uh, it was shocking. It was funny. <laughs> he was cracking up. Uh, and then he elaborated about how you were going to die. Oh, yeah. Was my butt going to explode from farts? Yes. You're going <laughs> to die from a butt exploding from farts. And then literally everybody else went around and said sincere yes! gratitude. And then, yeah. uh, and then Elliot w- wanted to revise his. Well, and to what? Cranberry sauce, cranberry sauce, cranberry sauce, cranberry oh, yeah. sauce, cranberry sauce, cranberry sauce. Um, I feel we have a real class clown on our hands. Oh, yeah, we do. And then I said, when am I going to die? And he went and he pointed to me and he went, uh, right now. <laughs> and then I said, well, I'm still here. I just kept thinking, though, like if someone else's kid had said this, how would we feel about this? It depends on how they say it. If they said mm-hmm. it laughing, are we making excuses for this? I feel like if they said it laughing, it wouldn't. It would be like, oh, okay, he's funny. He's being a kid. Like, mm-hmm. he's just, uh, but if he said it like, I'm thankful for when you're going to die, mommy. Right, right. Then that would be. I didn't. Weird I did not feel threatened by it. I right. thought it was silly. But I could see if someone else's kid said it, yeah, being like... This kid has watched too much Adam's family. Right. You know, he's a real Wednesday Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am remembering when we interviewed that nanny and he like came out <laughs> holding those body, the body part props on a pillow. Yeah, it was like a zombie hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's a fun kid. And then that drawing of his that I think is so amazing because it's like, look at his ability to articulate how he feels and, and put it into, you know, representation. But it's like him with his arms outstretched and then Owen on the other end of it. And he has this like angry look in his, I mean, it's, you know, just like three, it's like three, four year old drawing, but he has this like angry look and then Owen looks kind of sad and it's, and he said that it's how he feels sometimes towards Owen when he doesn't know how he feels or something. Right. And I like sh- I remember showing it to her like, look at my amazing genius kid. And she must have just been like, this family is scaring the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, I feel embarrassed about that. Why? C- because I was so unaware of how creeped out it might have made her. Except maybe it didn't make her feel creeped out at all. I think anyone who is good with kids wouldn't be creeped out by that. It shows that he's in touch with his emotions, that he can find a way to Oh, yeah. He said it was a drawing of when he feels mad at Owen, but he doesn't know why. Yeah. I think that's normal. Do we have another? Oh, yeah. We do. Because I don't want to run out of time. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you for keeping me on track. I always look so tired on video. Jesus Christ. I'm going to stop looking at myself. Please do. Hey, Allison and Daniel. Uh, this is Gramblin. I uh, just finished watching USA and England tie nil-nil at the World Cup with my son, uh, Abaddon the Destroyer. Uh, not excited, really, about the next game uh, versus Iran if they um, wrecked Wales, but hey. Uh, our Thanksgiving was great. Uh, I cooked the standard turkey, but I was really happy the way it turned out, and I also cooked the Coca-Cola ham, uh, which is literally just ham covered in red sugar and slow-cooked in Coke for heavy for five hours. Um, my wife, Drajel, made a fantastic soup potato pudding and green bean casserole, and my eldest daughter, Scurfkey, made her Thanksgiving to be with a wonderful stoked. Uh, and we had pecan pie, like, and pumpkin pie, like, basic dishes, um, but I'll endeavor to do better next year and go for some wet bread. Um, and, uh, afterwards, I did the dishes and cleaned up the aftermath in the kitchen, um, and I'm sure that Jordy Peterstone and Benny Chapino would have something to say about that, but, uh, hey. Uh, anyways, I uh, hope you all have a great Thanksgiving and thankful for you guys and the amazing community you've built. And I love you. You matter. Uh, goodbye. Uh, <laughs> and this is Gramblin' uh, Napchick. Gramblin' <laughs> Napchick. <laughs> Aww. 
Such great family names. Yeah, thank you. I couldn't have come up with better names myself. We were just remembering Dragel recently. Dragel was a a name that Daniel had recommended. For uh, Wendy? Yeah. And there's even a folder in my phone of Dragel pics, which is Wendy puppy pictures. (laughs) When we couldn't think of a name for her. You need to do your baby names again soon. I mean, you know, there's a lot that needs to happen. Yeah. Um, Well, that sounds like a lovely Thanksgiving. We can't, for anyone out there... Maybe Gramblin. We can't remember what Gramblin nap chip was. Was that a baby name? I don't think so. Maybe. I feel like that was in the old house. That was the old It one. for sure was. Um Yeah. Uh soccer is happening. Um, I gotta say, I'm not, I know I was never a big fan of soccer, and then I have a friend who is really into soccer, and I'll say like twelve years ago. He was like, one. He was like, "Come join me at the bar, you know, uh, early." It was like, "I'm gonna 8 guess." Tell me the story, and I'm gonna guess who it is. Eight a.m. We'll watch some World Cup games. And I'm like, okay. It was just like that might be fun. Go and drink at eight a.m. or whatever. And it was so much fun. And I, it was like, oh, I get it. I get soccer. Uh, I feel like soccer is a social. You you watch it socially to appreciate it the most, and you're drinking. And that's, I was like into it in that moment. But I don't know that I've ever been interested in watching it since then, really. Uh, anyway. Okay, I'm going to figure out which friend this was. Okay. How long ago was this? Did I mean, it was like, 12 tw- I got to say it was like 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Yep. Okay, so that puts it at 2010. Thereabouts. That is right before we met. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Okay, okay. Are you still friends with everyone at home? Is like trying to figure out who could Daniel's friends. Who could it be? Who could it be? Who could it be? Are you still friends with this person? Yes. Okay. Is it John? No. Okay. Is it Dan Deweese? No. Dan moved out long ago. I was really getting Dan Deweese vibes. I don't think no. Dan's a basketball guy. Is it Alex? Yes. Nailed it. Okay. (laughs) You were you so good. We just cut out the first two guesses. (laughs) All right. Here we got another one. Hi, uh, this is Sarah from Los Angeles. Um, I just wanted to call and say I had a really excellent Thanksgiving. It was my first big holiday with my boyfriend um, uh, after being widowed last year. And we went kind of easy mode and picked up all of our food from Whole Foods. I pre-ordered. Honestly, the cost of it, was not any more than it would have cost me to buy all the ingredients. And the food was all as good or better right. than I could have done myself with with much less work. Mm-hmm. Um, we spent the day watching World Cup, American football, and then Lizzo's new special on HBO Max, Love Lizzo, as well as some holiday, ba- holiday baking championship. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, hung out with my dog Ada and it was just it was really really nice the weather here in in LA is so nice we sat on the patio to eat um yeah great Thanksgiving all around I hope you guys had a good one too again this is Sarah from Los Angeles Sarah hi Sarah I'm happy Um, you had a good one yes so this is Sarah Ellis who has been a guest on my show yeah she is the one who had um uh like big spinal cord injury and then had to relearn to walk. And I was just interested in in how that all happened. Um, And uh, I mean, speaking of grief to be widowed and then her first holiday with a new boyfriend. Wow. Um, And I have to say she has such a pleasant voice. Yes, she does. And I was like, Oh, and proves again my point. Everybody, listen up. Thanksgiving, yeah. you don't gotta make it right. yourself. You can buy it. It's just as good, and it right. saves so much stress. We did so after years and years of always cooking everything. And when I say always cooking everything, I'm talking about attending a Thanksgiving at my mom's, where she always and my dad always cooks everything. Level. I've never actually stress always level so high. Yes, but the our family. Not me, but the family always did everything ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, cooked everything. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't mean 
raised the turkey or anything. I just mean like everything was always home cooked. Oh yeah, I thought you meant raised the turkey. Did you think we? Yeah. No, 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 and no. Butchered the turkey. We and didn't. Yeah, no. did all that. No. Did you grow the corn and all the? We did. Yeah. We grew the corn. We used clamshells as spoons. Um, that's about it. But other than that, it was store bought. Yeah. Um, I feel there has been a evolution and a movement towards store bought, and then this year, a lot more options maybe these days. This year, the Rosen sisters took, took it over took it from over. my mom, and we passed the torch. Yeah, and we said, you know what? You don't get to do any of this. Not only. Did, We're going to do all of it. Not only did you not cook it, you had it delivered. We so said, you don't even have to go listen, pick it up. We said, we're going to do all of it. And by that, I mean, we're going to do none of it. But we didn't let that woman in the kitchen, except that she did. She she just couldn't stay away. But um, it was so much less stressful. The whole point of Thanksgiving is to have a good time. Yeah. And if there still was a little bit of cooking. Elliot and I made a green bean casserole. It really didn't come out as well this year. I think the ratio of beans to soup to onions was off. And uh, to anyone who was hanging on that casserole, I say, I'm someone, sorry. If someone takes joy in cooking, by all means, cook. Like, that's great. Elliot I'm just does. saying, yeah. if if you don't gotta, mm. don't. Right. You picked up the turkey. We got yeah, it from Honey Baked Ham. It was good. Yeah, it was a good turkey. Uh, everything was great. Yeah. I mean, no complaints. It's surpri- it is surprising how the cost of buying everything store-bought is like roughly the same and honestly, as the cost even if it's of a little buying more, the ingredients. If it's yeah. a little more, it's like... But it's not. But, but, it's, but, it's, but it's not. That's the surprising thing. It's not. But even if it were, yeah. you'd probably pay the difference to not have to bother. Right. So, um, yeah. Tip to the wise enjoy it point is to enjoy it so do it there do that go. enjoy it there you go there you go girlfriend we have uh one more call hey there this is edie and um i'm laying in bed totally exhausted we had a very small thanksgiving with my parents um and one random guest, my mother likes to invite the one random guest, which is nice. It kind of, uh, what do you call them? The person who doesn't have anywhere else to go. And by we, I mean myself, my husband, and my two daughters. My oldest daughter came home from college her first uh, quarter away, but freshman year. So that's kind of fun. But my parents are getting older. And this is the first year I cooked basically almost everything. From a crudite and dip to stuffing and the turkey. She and should have heard us. Mashed potatoes and a corn corn thingy, we call it, which is actually quite delicious. And um, a pumpkin dessert. Um, I did a spatchcock turkey, which I've never done before, which I think was fully the way to go. I'm on board 100%. It's flattened. And oh. I sort of agree with... Um, Daniel, although I did not make a bread pudding, I totally looked into it based on his um, <laughs> desires. And then my daughter likes this thing, which sounds has a horrible name called the pumpkin dump cake. <laughs> it sounds terrible. But it's called a dump cake because I think you sort of dump everything together and it comes out a little bit fluffy and souffle and my cat just meowed. Anyhow, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I feel like I walked a thousand steps today and I then cleaned everything up. Oh, my God. So I guess we've entered that phase of life now, um, but I feel turkey victorious, which is always stressful, and I haven't cooked that many in my day, so to try whole new things seems like a lot. Okay, I'm rambling. Bye, guys. This is Edie. Sorry. Okay. Edie. <laughs> Bye, Edie. Edie. Bye. <gasps> she answered me. Oh, my God. Amazing. Edie, you're a hero. I mean, wow. Wow. Look, that's awesome that she cooked everything you know, herself. Spatchcock turkey, pumpkin dump cake, corn wow. thingy. Pumpkin. We, we needed a corn thingy. We didn't have a corn thingy. My porn search term, by the way, is pumpkin dumper. <laughs> is that um, where they dump in a pumpkin or they dump a pumpkin? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. About that. Um, yeah, that sounds great. 
Uh, I'm going to look up what that is, a pumpkin dump cake, because that sounds fun. Sounds pretty yummy. Um, wow. Exhaust, sounds exhausting. Sounds though. exhausting. I know. Edie, uh, buy it at a store I next love year. the idea of getting one orphan friend yeah. who doesn't have anywhere to go and bringing it's them nice. in. I, I've had friends, one in particular, who would always like, if I was staying in L.A., uh, I was always invited to his family's Thanksgiving, and they were so lovely. And Ooh, it was let nice. me guess. Okay, Josh. Yes, nailed um, it. You know, and it was always not. I always felt really that was always really nice. Um, and so, like, if you have, if you know someone, that's a good thing to do. Um, yeah, we should probably. We should wrap it up. Yeah, we- this has been fun. I hope people have enjoyed the video of this you can really get to see my melting face Mm -hmm. my uh my sad old melting tired face animated that's right uh listen you guys we love you you're the best i'm on patreon patreon.com slash allison rosen uh, subscribe. There's all sorts of rewards. There's bonus stuff. There's behind the scenes content. There's outtake photos. I'm gonna I'm gonna update the Amazon wish page with my yearly suggestions. So look forward to that. Yeah, that's not just a Patreon thing though, right? No, that's just everyone. That's just everyone. There's a level where you can text me, and I yeah. will text you back. You can see videos of the Thursday show, uh, and then there's the friend zone, which is my Patreon bonus podcast, and it's juicy. And it has tea. Subscribe for a year. Get two months free. Uh, Daniel, where might we find you? I don't know. I mean, find me on Instagram. Oh, I know. Daniel yeah. Plants. No one knows where any of us are. Uh, I mean, follow me on Twitter. I will post wherever I'll be on Twitter. Okay. Uh, but, you know, it's all up in the yeah. air these days. I know. I'm on all of them now. I would like to be on less of them, but now I'm on all of I them. Know. I'm on Mastodon. I'm on Hive. Maybe post one day. Who Maybe knows? we'll be on post. I don't know. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Follow me everywhere. Listen to my other podcast, Childish and Upworthy Weekly. And uh, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 